Location 11. Anthropomorphism. We find human faces in the moon, armies in the clouds, and by a natural propensity, if not connected by experience and reflection, ascribe malice or goodwill to everything that hurts or pleases us. Hence the frequency and beauty of the prosopopoeia in poetry, where trees, mountains and streams are personified and the inanimate parts of nature acquire sentiment and passion. And though these poetical figures and expressions gain, not on the belief, they may serve at least, to prove a certain tendency in the imagination. David Hume You look around yourself at yourself. You see yourself in everything that surrounds you. You wonder whether this recognition stems from a somewhat beautiful necessity to relate to things, or even the more powerful will to power, or perhaps it rather reflects an uncertainty within yourself manifesting itself in the excessive need for recognition. At least the first implies once more the idiocracy of those compatibilists, those whom seek to join or to connect to nature without realising that there is no connector, nothing to connect to. Connection now is more wireless, you think while grinning. You have studied David Hume for some while, being one of the first and foremost reasonable empiricists. You find inspiration in his sense of self-assurance, in his confidence against a motive of unification, and how he loops it back to our own capacities for imagination. It seems that this imagination both is able to link us back to some sort of archaic togetherness, as well as that it gives us the promise of endless life within death. You look around once more, find where you see yourself. Birches with eyes look back at you. Without looking and without eyes, you look angrily back at them. You know this does not make any sense. Above all, there is no relation of such nature going on here, but it does make you feel better. Back in the day, at least you remember, people induced from the already false premise that all of nature was so beautifully constructed that there ought to be a god, and because human beings understand nature too, this god was ought to be of men. You wonder, might we follow this ridiculous argument, whether animals might have their own god. The point is that where this so-called argument of design necessarily fails is not per of a logical, argumentative, or even rational nature, but of an aesthetic nature. That this nature within that argument is not beautifully, it is neither well constructed. As you look around, you see too many degrees of failure. The only use of this nature is that it helps us to understand how its laws work. Its goal is never to be beautiful or good, and neither it is to work well.